In episode 492 with Laura Sprinkle, we are talking all about affiliate programs, how to grow and scale your business, how to deepen your business and personal connections, why this is so important for your business, plus so much more. Welcome to the Melissa Ambrosini Show. I'm your host, Melissa, best-selling author of Mastering Your Mean Girl, Open Wide, and Comparisonitis. And I'm here to remind you that love is sexy, healthy is liberating, and wealthy isn't a dirty word. Each week, I'll be getting up close and personal with thought leaders from around the globe, as well as your weekly dose of motivation so that you can create epic change in your own life and become the best version of yourself possible. Are you ready, beautiful? Hey, beautiful, and welcome back to the show. I'm so excited about this episode because it's all about growing your business and taking you and your message to the next level. And we have Laura Sprinkle. Yes, that is her real last name. How cool is that last name? She is on the show to teach us exactly how to grow and scale our business using authentic relationships and affiliate programs. Now, she is an affiliate partnership strategist who specializes in working with digital courses and membership creators. And she was my affiliate strategist for Holy Mama. And over the past five years, her approach to partner programs has helped everyone from budding entrepreneurs to seven-figure industry leaders, garnering more than $30 million in partner revenues. Her unique approach to partnership involves creating high-touch relationships. Her expertise have been featured in Forbes and top-rated business podcasts like Online Marketing Made Easy with Amy Porterfield, Side Hustle Friday, and so many more. She lives in Maine, where you'll usually find her sipping on a maple latte at her favorite coffee shop or in the woods chasing her daughter. Now, for everything that we mention in this episode, you can check out in the show notes, and that's over at melissaambrosini.com forward slash 492. Now, let's bring on the incredible Laura Sprinkle. Beautiful Laura, welcome to the show. Before we dive in, can you tell us what you had for breakfast this morning? Oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed right now actually (laughs) answering this question, but I got up and then I ran over to my trainer's house and before I went, I had coffee and three baked cinnamon donuts, like mini donuts. (laughs) Oh my gosh, on the way to your trainer. Yes. And I was like, oh, my trainer would be so disappointed in me right now. And then I didn't realize I was going to have to answer that on a podcast episode. (laughs) Did you tell your trainer? I did not. No, I kept it hidden. (laughs) I'm telling. I'm telling him or her. I'm telling. (laughs) Oh, I love it. (laughs) I love that. So it's so funny. Like I see people training at the gym and then afterwards they're eating their muffin and coffee. And I'm like, um, (laughs) yes. <laughs> it kind of so doesn't this really way. work out like that. <laughs> He's like, "Oh, you know, have you noticed body change, composition change?" I'm like, "Yeah, my pants are fitting better. It's all good." And then I'm here eating donuts, <laughs> three donuts, three yes. donuts. I love it. Well, I love the honesty. You could have lied, but you told the truth, and I just, I love that so much. You're hilarious. <laughs> 
So let's kick things off. Can you tell us your story and how you got to where you are today doing the work that you now do? How did this all unfold for you? Take us back. I will take you back. And it's funny that I started this whole thing by saying that I ate donuts this morning because I actually also studied at the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. Like I know that you did. What year and did you was, do it? Uh, 2012. Okay. Yeah. I did 2011. Okay. Amazing. So yeah, just a year later. And I did that program because I had amoebas while I was living in Bolivia. So I'm like going way back here right now, but I had gut health issues, studied was like, I don't want to work in corporate. Let me give this online business thing a try. (laughs) I was a health coach. I wrote a book called She's Got Guts. I had a program and quickly realized I don't really care what other people eat. Like, I think it's interesting, but I don't want to have people say like, oh, you shouldn't eat donuts. (laughs) So... I pivoted and got into the marketing. I loved the packaging of the whole thing. And I kept thinking about like the branding of it all and got into launches. And from there, met our mutual friend, Selena Sue, who invited me to run her affiliate program. And so it feels like this very long-winded path, but it's really just looking back. It's like one connection led to another connection, led to another connection one referral led to another referral led to another referral of meeting people. And I then fell in love with helping businesses make that happen on purpose, basically like make the referrals happen on purpose rather than randomly. Yes. I love that. And I want to talk about connections in a moment. So you've worked with people like Selena Sue, Todd Herman, Amy Porterfield, and we have worked together, which I want to chat about because you know, I've never worked with someone in the affiliate space and you supported me in my recent Holy Mama launch. And we brought on some incredible affiliates and we'll dive deeper into that. So for you, it was a matter of just wanting to help people make those connections. And then how did it kind of flow from there? Yeah. So Selena had asked me, you know, will you run the affiliate program for our launch? And I knew her program inside and out. And so it was going to be really fun and easy. I thought to, okay, great. Like I can help other people promote your offer. And just in that process, I had so much fun of like, how can we connect somebody who talks about children's books to a program about PR and like just that thought exercise of finding those threads and finding those connections was really fun for me and finding ways to make it easy and incentivize people and do contests and like love up on people was so fun that I just attracted other clients that wanted that for themselves, right? If you have an amazing offer, if you're a business owner and you have a product and you want to get it out in the world, really like you can create content and connect with your potential customers. You can run paid traffic or you can borrow other people's audiences. And so people saw what I was doing and they wanted that for themselves. So it was great marketing for me. And then just working with all those clients, you know, I found that I had my own system. I had my own way of doing things that was really values-based, that was really missing from the market. And yeah, just things things went from there. I don't even know if I answered that question, but I just fell in love with affiliates and partnerships and connections and haven't looked back. So what is an affiliate for someone who's listening that has a business that might have heard this word affiliate being thrown around? 
what is an affiliate program, an affiliate partnership? What is that? Yeah, I'm going to use you as the example here. So you had your program, Holy Mama, and you got to partner with other businesses, with other authors, with other podcast hosts, organizations who have potential students for that program in their audience. And so they promoted your webinar, which was incredible. They promoted your webinar to their audience. They got people over onto your community to learn more about your program. And then if anybody purchased through their special links to referral links, affiliate links, what have you, they got a commission of that sale. So you got introduced to new people. Those people got introduced to you and they might not have found out about you and your offer. And the partners who shared also got a commission. So it's a really win-win-win all around. Yeah, I think it is such a beautiful way to collaborate with other people. I have been doing affiliate collaborations, partnerships, whatever you want to call them, since IIN. Because when you do IIN, the beautiful thing once you become a teacher is you get a referral link. For example, I told my brother, I was telling my brother about how amazing IIN was. It's changed my life. And he was like, oh, I want to do it. And I was like, okay, cool. Well, here, use my affiliate link. And then I got a gift. I got a, I got some money of his sale, which was just amazing. That blew my mind. So that was my first introduction to affiliate partnerships. And I was like, wow, all I have to do is speak my truth and Mm -hmm. tell people what I really think of this program or this product. And if they use my affiliate link, I get something in return, like amazing. And you know, the thing is, is like, we're always doing this, whether we are aware of it or not. Like yesterday, one of my girlfriends came over, I was in my active wear and she said, Oh, I love your tights. Oh my gosh, what brand are they? And I was like, Oh wow, they're this brand. And I told her, she was like, wow, okay, amazing. If I had given her an affiliate link right then and there for those tights, I would have got some sort of kickback for that, but I didn't have one. So she went and bought those tights that afternoon. Like we're (laughs) always, we're always sharing, you know, things as well. Like another example is, have you seen this movie called Elvis? It is unbelievable. Like usually I fall asleep in movies. And this movie was like three hours long and I stayed awake the whole time. Nick was so surprised because I'm usually asleep in the first 10 minutes. It was so amazing. I cannot recommend going and seeing Elvis more. So it was just so great. Anyway, imagine if I got a commission every time someone then went and saw Elvis because of my recommendation. So this is what affiliate marketing is. It's about speaking your truth and sharing something that you love, that has benefited you, that you feel aligned with, and getting a commission or getting something in return. It's as simple as that, right? Oh, for sure. I mean, we do a lot on the back end to make it simple, (laughs) make it really easy, as you know, having been through the process. And it really is as simple as that. It's making a referral to somebody that you know could use something or is asking you for something and you're giving them a recommendation and making that connection, it feels so good on all ends. Absolutely. So is affiliate programs or connections, are they 
for all businesses or more online businesses. Can you talk to that? Yeah. I mean, you can use collaborations and partnerships in any type of business, right? Like even big corporations are partnering together and collaborating and launching joint products. But the affiliate program that we set up together is really, really beneficial if you have a product that you sell online, because we're talking about using affiliate links. So if you're, you know, in a brick and mortar store, that would be a little bit different. I mean, you could definitely still use referrals, but the whole system around, I'm sending you a link, you might get a bonus if you purchase through my link, that works really well, but it could work for low ticket. It could work for digital sales of physical goods, right? We've worked with jewelry companies. We've worked with puppy training, (laughs) uh, IT services, software as a service, SaaS products, like anything that is sold online could have an affiliate program. And a lot of the products that if you're listening, a lot of the products that you are out there buying or recommending, they might have affiliate programs. So go look and see, you know, if you're recommending them to people. Yes. I love that. You talk about the power of affiliate programs to change the world. What do you mean by that? Oh my gosh, I love this. And I love affiliates for this reason. And also what you were talking about with sharing your truth and really being aligned with your values when you're sharing products that you care about and you want to get the word out there. So for me, as a business owner and as an entrepreneur, and when I talk about those three different ways that we can grow our businesses... Right? Like you have a business, you have this incredible podcast and you're providing value and you're reaching listeners directly. And that is amazing. And when you're doing Holy Mama, you also were doing paid advertising. So you paid Facebook and I don't know if you paid Google as well, but that's an option to pay Google and Facebook to reach more people, right? You can reach people in their feeds, you can reach people online. And that is a way to grow your business. And you're putting hands, hands, you're putting money in the hands of Google and of Mark Zuckerberg and of Facebook in there. And I'm not saying that's bad or wrong, but I am saying that if we take some of that money and we pay people that we care about, that share our values, that we know that money is going in the hands of their families and businesses. And we're like, wow, we align on so many levels. Like we can redistribute wealth to people that we care about. Like every month when I sit down and I pay the people who have referred business to me, I'm like sending them so much love and gratitude. And I'm like, I know this is going to feed their families. And like, I know that we're aligned. It just feels really, really good to spend according to my values in that way. Mm, I agree. And we vote with our dollar. You know, every time we are handing over money, we are saying that we believe in that and that's aligned with us and gifting money to people who have brought you business is just such a great feeling, such a beautiful feeling. And social media are making it harder to get your stuff seen, your content seen. So getting like, or like what you said, borrowing other people's audiences for them to share your free webinar or or your program, getting in front of other people's audience is an amazing way to get exposure, to boost your profile, to have people see your product or your service, which is just amazing. Yeah. And as more and more people, 
you know, in the economy now are, are leaving that traditional corporate job and, you know, and they're going out on their own. It's a way that we can support other small businesses by using affiliate links, by, you know, creating those programs and allowing people to make money through our offers. Like it's just a beautiful interconnected way of doing business. I love it. So something that I wanted to ask you, you made your first six figures in business without a website. That is correct. (laughs) Tell me, what were your secrets? What did you do? So I'll tell you exactly what I did step by step. But And I want to clarify, I did not have a website, but I did have a place online for people to put in their card information. So I could take payments online. So I had a version of something set up online. Um, But what I did was every time I joined a group, right? A lot of us, when we get started in online business or business in general, we'll join different programs or free groups online. We'll start to connect with people. And I thought about, okay, I, at the time I was interested in sharing how to launch, how to promote your products out in the world. And I said, okay, if I'm helping clients promote products, what else are they going to need? What else are they going to buy? They're going to be needing copywriting. They're going to need web design. They're going to need all these complementary things. And now this is specifically what I teach people to do, but I didn't know it at the time that it was a whole system. And so I went in these groups and I said, hey, I would love to connect because we're going to be serving the same clients. I might want to refer people to you. You know, I'm going to be so busy with all of my new students and all the people I'm going to serve. I want to serve them really well. And so I just hopped on coffee chats virtually. So I'd get on Zoom and we'd connect. And it wasn't even necessarily about business. Where do you live? What do you eat for breakfast? Maybe it was three donuts. Maybe it was a green smoothie. (laughs) And really just getting to know people, it was planting seeds of connection and of relationships. And then if they met someone out in the world that was looking for launch strategy, they would refer them to me. And so I got to my first six figures just by word of mouth and just by relationships. Well, that's how I heard about you. Someone (laughs) referred you to me because I said to a friend, I'm looking for someone to take care of the affiliate side of my launch for Holy Mama. And she said, you've got to check out Laura Sprinkle. She actually had not worked with you. She had said to me, the person who recommended you said, I've not worked with her, but I've heard great things. That's what she said. And that was enough for me to check out your website and to book a call. But that's all she had to say because I trust this person so much. She's one of my closest friends. And she said, I haven't worked with her, but I've been, you know, looking at her stuff and I might use her in the future, but I've heard great things. Check her out. And I was like, okay. So I checked you out and I was like, "Mm, I like this girl. Then we jumped on a call and we had a meeting and away we went. And we, yes. you know, launched Holy Mama very successfully with a lot of fun and as much ease and grace as we possibly could along the way. But, <laughs> you know, referral is so important, like we said before. But talk to me about how to build these relationships and build these connections authentically, because whether it's in business or just in your personal life, you know, we all want deeper relationships, deeper connections. What are your secrets to this? Hmm. I think really deciding that you want to take it beyond the surface and really create those deep connections is super important. 
and to really be willing to go there. And like, you might feel a little foolish or look a little silly if you're on the first time of a coffee chat. And, you know, I think one of the first questions is, I think I even mentioned this, like, oh, where do you live? Like, oh, the weather, you know, when you're talking about that, but be willing to take it a bit deeper than that. Like, don't just ask, what do you do? Or, you know, what's your business, but really ask about like, what are your dreams for the next year? Like, what's a challenging thing going on for you right now? And really be willing to listen and be willing to support other people first and be generous first, I think is, is really key because a lot of times people want to create these affiliate partnerships and it's like, okay, I'm going to meet somebody and then like, oh, will you promote me to your audience of hundreds of thousands of people right away? It's like, let's, let's create a connection here. Let's see if it's even a good fit first. Let's actually get to know one another. I've spoken with people in, in my industry before. And they say, it's like the going or, or, you know, would I be willing to go out and get a drink with this person? Now I don't drink alcohol, so that wouldn't be my litmus test, but maybe it'd be like, would I be willing to go on a hike with this person (laughs) is an important one for me in client relationships, but also in partnership relationships. What do you do if you can kind of feel in a conversation or in a connection with someone that they just want you to promote them and that authenticity isn't there. You know, what do you do? Yeah. Oh, what a great question. We're going there right now. We're, we're creating the connections right here. <laughs> Those deep questions. I think oftentimes it's on Zoom. So I will just, you know, say like, oh, you know, I don't really do partnerships in that way, but thanks for thinking of me. And, you know, end the call politely. And then just maybe I'll email and say like, oh, that's not going to work for my calendar or, I don't think that's a good fit for my audience. Um, I also do get, and I am curious to hear your answer to this too, because I'm sure you get even more than I do, but I get a lot of DMs and cold emails requesting that I promote people's stuff. Um, so sometimes I'll screenshot it and use it as lessons actually in my programs. Um, but mostly it's I delete them. What about you? Well, we do get a lot of cold emails to come on the podcast. That is definitely Mm. something we get a lot of every single day, every single day. Hey, there's this person, they've got a new book out. Will you have them on your podcast? And, you know, it's, we get so many, I can't even tell you how many we get a day. And, (laughs) you know, for me, every single person that's been on this podcast is someone who has inspired me personally, who I have a relationship with, or who I just love and adore. You know, it's never by random. I don't just like see someone on the street and like, Hey, come on my podcast. Like it is, it's always meaningful to me. So I like that connection. Like I want to, I want to know more about you. I want to, you know, and a lot of the people that have been on this show, I've read their books and then I'm like, Oh my gosh, I love your book. I want to chat to you. So that's how a majority of the people get on this show. And then a lot of other people, it's, you know, maybe I've worked with them in some way or they've inspired me in some other way. But I think it's so important. Like if you want to build a connection with someone, you start there. You don't throw, hey, can I come on your podcast? Or, hey, can you write a blurb for my book? Or, hey, can you promote me? Like build that authentic relationship first. And it is 
different doing it online than in person because you can't feel someone's energy. Well, you can, but you can't like see their facial expressions behind a message or an email. Mm. You can't see their facial expression. You can feel the energy behind it if you're really intuitive, but you can't see their facial expressions. There's, there's a lot of miscommunication. I feel that's why I do a lot of voice messages. So many voice messages because people can hear the tone in my voice. They can hear it's light. It's upbeat. It's not serious. Like you can write something that could be taken one way and you could say it and it could be taken the completely opposite way. And so, you know, I'm a massive fan of video messages, of voice messages to really build that connection. And I've made so many friends online. I truly have made so many friends and I think it's a really beautiful thing. And be consistent. I think being consistent is really important. If you want, you know, want to build a relationship, don't just like drop into their DMs and kind of expect them to promote you or have you on their podcast or, you know, something like that and then just kind of disappear. That just shows the other person that you were really only there because you wanted something like that. And that doesn't feel good for that person to receive. So how do we do it? You know, there's, there's so many people that I want to deepen con- my connection with. There's so many people. <laughs> and there's only one of me. I have a daughter. I have my business. Like, how do I prioritize or how do I fit it all in? You know? It's mm, such a good question. And I think, I mean, you're never going to be able to have deep connections with every single person that you meet, for sure. <laughs> There's going to have to be levels and, and phases of your life, right? Where you are, you know, prioritizing the connections in in the parenthood world, for example, with the newborn. I know we've both been through that phase of, you know, wanting to meet other new parent friends, Um And then other times where it's like, okay, I want to prioritize meeting connections for my business. And I think if we can at least, at least hold a a pulse or hold a thread on those relationships for our business and those key partnerships. And like you said, not just drop in when we need something, but like hold, uh, by hold a thread, I mean, send a quick DM of like, Hey, just thinking about you or hey, sending you some love and like continue that, you know, month to month throughout the year, then that really, really helps. So it's like, it's like if you're promoting an offer to your email list, but you haven't emailed them in a year and then you're like, hey, buy something. (laughs) You're going to be like, I don't even remember who you are. But (laughs) I also find too that like everybody is feeling a little stretched. So let's say that you haven't spoken with somebody in a few months, like you can kind of pick right back up in the online world. Do you find that too? Yes. Yeah, definitely. And I think when you are with that person, whether it's physically or on a Zoom or whatever, just be fully Mm. there because people can feel that. And then they can feel that care and that, that attention and that love. And especially if you're wanting to deepen and build a relationship whether personally or business, like just be fully there. You can't, you know, speak to 17,000 people every day and deepen every single relationship with every single person. But when you are in front of someone, be all there. 
And if you're not, like there's been times, especially since having Bambi, I have felt the most not present at times because my mind is often just like, okay, I've got to get her lunch ready. And then, okay, she goes down at 1230. Okay. And then I'm going to do that. So there's been a lot of, you know, that future thinking since Bambi has come. And, you know, one of my friends said to me when she was having a catch up with me and she had her daughter, she said, babe, just so you know, I'm here, but like half of me is my attention is over there on her watching her. And I was like, oh, that's totally fine. I was like, I didn't even realize like within herself, she felt split. And so she just needed to say that to me. And I was like, oh, that's totally fine. I feel, I feel your energy fully here. And so now I do that. Like if I'm with a girlfriend and they don't have kids, or even if they do, and our kids are running around, I'm like, just so you know, I am here, but I'm also, there's a little bit of me that's just my attention is over there on her, just watching her as she runs around on the beach and just kind of prefacing the conversation with that, you know, and my other girlfriends that have kids that are running around, they're like, yeah, yeah, babe, totally. There's so many conversations like, like that don't get finished, but it's okay. It's just the season that I'm in. So you can even preface the conversation with saying something like that. Not if you're on like a Zoom date with a business relationship and it's the first time. I wouldn't necessarily start the conversation with that, but you know, it's just being honest. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I have, I haven't had people say that on the first one. I have had people be in the car and that's a little strange. I would say try not to be in the car for your very first, uh, first Zoom date. Yeah. <laughs> that presence is great, but it's so true. And also, I mean, I don't know if we want to go there now, but we've even seen, or I, I believe you saw, I'll let you speak for yourself, but that even when it comes to affiliate partnerships, sometimes more is not necessarily what you're looking for. It's like, I'm going to go deep with these 10 people and really support them and go all in with them rather than I'm going to get as many people to promote me as possible. So I think when we go deep in all areas of relationship in our life, it can be more fruitful and fulfilling than just trying to know as many people as possible. I love that. It's so true. In business and personal, I'm, I'm deep. I'm here for the deep stuff. None of this surface level. I'm like, let's go deep. I don't want to swim around in the shallow kiddies pool. Yeah. I want to go into the deep end. Let's go, you know, let's go there. Yeah. So you help so many people scale their business using affiliates. How do we know what type of support that we need to hire in our business? And why is getting support in our business so important? Mm. I mean, I think this whole question of support, we could go a lot of a lot of directions here because I think when it comes to getting support in our business in any capacity, right? Whether that's a virtual assistant, whether that is an accountant, a lawyer, whatever kind of support in our business, that's like raising your hand and asking for people to to come in and, and serve your vision and your dream. And the same is true when you're asking for support in promoting your offers from affiliates, right? It's like making that vulnerable ask to get your dreams out there in a bigger way. And I think like we can't do, let me rephrase, I feel like if we have big dreams, which I know both you and I do, and probably a lot of people listening do as well, like those dreams are planted within us and we want to see them grow and we want to cultivate them and water them and, and grow them as big as possible. 
we're not going to be able to do that if we're trying to hold everything by ourselves, right? It's like, just like, you know, raising Bambi or me raising Cadley. It's like, Cadley is not going to grow into the most vibrant version of herself if I am trying to hold and raise her all on my own and do everything on myself by myself. That's going to make me bitter. We're not going to have a good relationship. Like that's going to be horrible. And I think the same is true for our dreams and our businesses if we try to do everything. So asking for support is huge. And I do think I've done a lot of healing around it. And I think that's where a lot of my core wounds are is actually asking for support. And that is why ultimately this is what I help people do. Yes. (laughs) Often we do, you know, our biggest lessons, our biggest wounds are what we then help other people do. So I love that. And we don't have to do this thing called life or parenting or business on our own. And in fact, I would highly recommend you don't even try because it's not a one-person job. Raising yes. children is not a one-person job. Running a business is not a one-person job. And I used to have the thought process of this limiting mean girl belief that no one's going to do it better than me, and I may as well just do it myself because I'm going to have to redo it again. I definitely have had that in the past, and that has caused me so much stress because I was in the business, like doing the day-to-day mundane things when I could have been working high level creating, but I'm in the business doing the nitty gritty stuff and not in my zone of genius. And it just caused me so much stress and resentment. So allowing people to support you and receiving that support in your business and in your life is essential for growth and for happiness. For sure. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's part of the journey, right? Of, of being able to, to get that support and, and supporting somebody is such a gift. And it's also a gift to other people to allow them to support us. Like I have, I don't know why the story is coming to me right now, but I have a, a loved one experiencing a pretty big medical crisis right now. And at the beginning of it, they were really pushing me out. And it was like, it would be such a gift if they would let me support them, right? And come in and help. And so I I think it's a gift to other people in our lives to allow them to support our dreams and our businesses and with our children. 100%. Like when my friends have babies, I'm like, yes. I get to love on them. I get to support them. I get to make them food and take it over to their house. You know, I love that so much. And we need to get over our inner mean girl who says, oh, I can't possibly ask for support. Oh, no, don't, you know, don't be a burden. You know, don't, no, everyone's busy. No, just master that because that is the biggest load of BS. And we all know how good it feels when someone supports us. And so do that for other people, like do that for them, make them cookies, take them to their house, massage their feet, massage your friend who is pregnant right now, go and massage her feet. Don't ask her, just go and do it. (laughs) You know, just (laughs) support people, show up and support. So we need it. We need it. It's really important support in all areas of our life, business, personal life, parenting, every area. It is essential and it allows you to scale. It allows you to grow. It allows you to be in your zone of genius, the best version of you. 
you know, so many of my friends have said to me, you've just thrived becoming a mother. Like these are their words. You have just thrived. And how come you're not banging down the sleep deprivation door that everyone else is, you know, saying? How come every, how come you're not on that bandwagon? How come you're not, you know, always saying those things? And I'm like, I have support. I have support and I've asked for support Mm -hmm. and it's been so powerful and so beneficial. And, you know, whether you get that support from your mom or an in-law when, when it comes to parenting, but then in your business, like a VA, my first hire in my business was a virtual assistant that I shared with one of my friends. That was my first hire and it gave me so much freedom. I was like, wow, okay, so she can be doing customer support and emails and all of that stuff while I can then create another ebook or create another program or write another book. So it's just so powerful. Get support, get support, get support. So how do you know who to partner and collaborate with in business? How do you know who the right person is? Yeah, such a, it's such an important question. And one that I think when you start to realize the power of this support in your business and the power of other people promoting you, it quickly becomes, I think two things come up. One, some of that inner mean girl might come up and say like, oh, well, who would even promote me? Or, you know, I'm not big enough yet for people to to actually share my work with the world. So if that part is coming up, then I would make a list of all the reasons why your offer is amazing. Gather up your testimonials and read through them and really sink into why other people sharing your offer with the world is going to cause a massive ripple effect that is going to change the world for the better. Just like when Melissa got support with Holy Mama and getting the word out there, it's like this program is changing lives. It is creating more beautiful, conscious parents and birth and humans in the world. Like what? That ripple effect is incredible. So I think if that's coming up for you, do that. And at the same time, you're asking who are the specific people (laughs) that you should ask. And I want you to first make a list of everybody that's already in your circle. I think so often we think we need to know more people, but I can guarantee you, you already have people that want to help you. They know what you're doing. So it could be past clients, past customers. It could be your business, best friends, just people who already know, love, and trust you. I would ask them first, like next time for you, I'd recommend that the people who are currently in Holy Mama get to share it. Um, And then you want to look at who knows my ideal customer, who else knows like, or who else has an audience of these folks? So first like do a research dump. So like when I was like trying to meet a bunch of copywriters, right? I would research copywriters. I would ask all my friends, Hey, do you know any copywriters? Let me hop on calls with them. Let me connect. Let me create relationships. So first a research dump. And then I love to put it through the filter of, do they align with my values? Because for me, that is the most important thing. Like, I think we can change the world if we align with people with our values. And so that's my filter for everything. How do we not take it personally if we reach out to someone that we potentially have a relationship with already? And 
you know, we're really excited. We think that they're going to want to jump on board and they say, no. How do we not take that personally? Mm, so good. So I would love to ask you, not this question. I mean, I'm sure I could and you'd have an answer, but you know, have you ever had to say no to someone that you really cared about that wanted something from you? Yes. Many, 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 many times. And now since having my daughter, even more times yes. because my, my time is, you know, when you become a mom and you're an entrepreneur at the same time, your work time shrinks. But you get so efficient. Like I am so productive, so efficient. I have a certain amount of hours I work a day and I am laser focused in those times. Like there's no, you know, scrolling social media. Like, no, I don't have time. Like I'm just like, I've got a two hour nap. That's all I've got. I'm going to go for it. And so I think, you know, when you become a mom, your time is just, it's shrunk, but you're more productive. And since having her, yes, I have had to say no thank you to 95% of things that come into my inbox, speaking arrangements, collaboration opportunities, summits, book forwards, book blurbs, all of these things I've had to just say, I'm, I'm sorry, but I can't do this. And it's not personal. It's not personal. Yeah. It's simply about capacity. And yeah. I want to be the best mom I can be. That is my number one priority as being the best mom and wife that I can be and doing the best that I can in my business. And at this season in my life, the other stuff, the extras, I call it, they just, it doesn't fit in. There's no, there's no room and it is not personal. And now that I'm saying all this, I'm like, because there's been times where I've taken it personally. I've taken it personally. When someone has said no to me, I've taken it personally. I'm like, oh, they don't like me or they yeah. don't think my work is good enough. Like my inner mean girl went down that rabbit hole and I had to really have a moment with her and say, this isn't personal because it's not personal for me. It truly isn't. Right. Exactly. And I think it's actually a gift for them to say no because what so often happens, and I've totally done this myself too, but what often happens is people try to be nice because they do like you. And so they'll say yes when they cannot actually show up in the way that they want to. So that actually creates a stickier dynamic and a stickier relationship because then you're like, hey, you said yes, where are you? And then they might ghost you or they might just disappoint you in some way. And so I think that a no is actually a gift in a lot of ways because they're just flat out saying that, no, I don't have the capacity for this right now or for whatever reason. Um, and so I think that if we take that into our lives too, and if opportunities present themselves to be an affiliate or do a collaboration in some way, I think this goes both ways, right? We have to have a clean a clean street and say, do I have capacity for this? Yes. Can I go all in? Yes. If I can't go all in, let them know I can do this, but I'm only going to do it, you know, this much or this percentage or something. And when people say yes to us too, like there's a difference between 
oh my gosh, I am obsessed with your product. I'm going to go all in. What can we do? Like any ideas you throw at me, I'm going to go take action on them versus sure. Like, I guess I'll share because I like you. It's like, that's not really what we want. (laughs) We want people to like us, but really we want people to share because they want to share what we have going on and they have capacity for it. And this is where crystal clear communication, which I talk so much about, this is where crystal clear communication is so important. And if you are saying yes to an affiliate program or any sort of business collaboration or even a personal invite, just practice crystal clear communication and say, yes, I'm in. However, I can only send three emails. I can only do it at 50% because I've got my own launch going on, or I've got this going on, or it's my child's fifth birthday, you know, at the, that exact same time. So crystal clear communication is so important, not just in business, but in all areas of our life. And so just remember that, you know, that's going to as well deepen your relationships and your connections with people. The more crystal clear that we can be, the better. Yes, for sure. And in the ask too, making sure, I feel like we can preempt any sort of that, like feeling it bad about it or taking it personally by saying, like in the invitation, you're invited to this thing. I think it's perfect for you. And I'm really excited to partner with you. And if it's not a good fit, just let me know. I'm not going to take it personally. (laughs) Totally. I love it. Yeah. Just putting that straight up at the front. So for someone listening who is thinking, hmm, this affiliate thing sounds really interesting and I'd like to kind of explore it more for me and my business, what are the first steps besides reaching out to you? Like, (laughs) and, and, you know, having you support them. And by the way, like, there's no way, there's no way in the world I would have been able to do the Holy Mama affiliate launch without you, Laura. Like, there's no way. I just, it would not have happened because at my business wasn't set up. We didn't have the team and the structure to support it in that way. So I'm so grateful. And I absolutely loved working with you. Not only are you incredible and the support is incredible, but you're such a beautiful human and now a friend of mine. And I just loved working with you. I loved the support. I loved the weekly calls that we got to check in on. But for someone who yeah, wants to explore working with you or even just wants to explore this whole world of affiliates, what are the first steps? Yeah. First of all, I'm so excited for you to explore this world. So do a happy dance. I would say that's number one because you're about to just have a whole lot more fun and joy in your business. So number one, happy dance. Number two, I would take a look at your offer and really get clear on, do I feel like I have my offer dialed in? So like you need to actually have an offer, first of all, in order to explore the affiliate world, it needs to have already been proven. And by proven, I mean, somebody out in the world has bought it and loved it. And I don't mean your mom. I do mean like an ideal customer has enjoyed your offer before. However. No one had enjoyed Holy Mama yet because it was the first time. That's true. But you also knew, like you had business experience, right? Like you've had offers and sold them before. 
Yes. That's a great point. Yes. So I just wanted to preface that. So you kind of need, you need to know there's an audience there. Mm -hmm. Exactly. For example, if you are selling social media trainings and you've built your audience on social media trainings and then all of a sudden you launch Holy Mama and you've never spoken about pregnancy, birth or conception or parenting, that's left field and your audience might be like, whoa, and it may not sell. So what we're saying here is if you haven't sold something to your audience yet, just make sure that there's an audience there that potentially will buy. Yeah. And I mean, actually, I mean, I do feel like we should use your case as an example because, well, I think for two reasons. Number one, you hadn't necessarily built an audience for this topic but you did, you had already built all the connection capital and relationship capital needed to get these high level partnerships on board. Like you had those relationships there, which like the launch that you did for being the first time in a completely brand new niche for you, it's astounding. Like thousands of people raised their hand and signed up for this because they believe in you and what you're doing and and it's a new topic for you. So first of all, just like it's incredible. And I know that the next time you launch it and the next time like that's just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. So like I do kind of feel like you are an outlier. <laughs> most people probably should have their product dialed in first. <laughs> oh goodness. Um so good. So And that really is. So like you have a business, you have your offer, and then you want to be clear. You also were really clear on who you were serving, right? Like you knew who you needed to partner with because you knew who your ideal customer was. You knew like that woman that you wanted to to help. So know who you're trying to reach and think about what other kinds of people are reaching that person? What other kinds of thing is that person buying? right? Like for me, I help people create affiliate programs. A lot of my people are working with business coaches. They're working with copywriters. They're working with, well, actually a lot of my people are also in the spiritual space, but that's, you know, that's just me and my brand. So, um, so I can go and already create relationships with those folks. So whether, you know, you come to me and, and have a chat or not, I think that thinking about who else serves people in your industry and creating those relationships now, well before you have your offer, well before you have, you know, want to create a affiliate program is just really, really valuable um, and could lead you some really cool places. Mm, Absolutely. And we will be launching Holy Mama again next year. We're thinking around March. So I will put a wait list in the show notes for everyone. And I'll also link to all of your amazingness in the show notes if people want to explore diving deeper with you, which I definitely think that you should. And I highly recommend it because it's just the best. (laughs) And I'm so excited for the next time around. And we're in the middle still of delivering the program and it's just been so much fun. So I love it. Now, I would love to hear what is your definition of success and what do you attribute your success to? Hmm. Such a juicy question. My definition of success, 
I feel like I'm going to, I'm going to mirror something that I've heard you say a lot. And I've also read, um, Oh my gosh, of course I'm blanking on your book title as I'm talking to you. Open Wide? The one about love. Yes, Open Wide, (laughs) which I adored. But it's really the ability to be in your truth as much as possible, I feel like is, is super successful to me. Like if I'm able to, you know, if my truth that day is... I want to go to a certain place or be with a certain group of of people that I love um, and have that time and space freedom as well as financial freedom to do that to me. That is like the ultimate version of success and one that is ever changing, right? Because we're going to want to do different things every, every day and every season. And what has contributed to my success is 1 million percent hands down my connections and relationships and my capacity to ask for and receive support from those relationships. Like every dip I can trace back in my journey is me in some form of disconnect, right? Of like, oh, things aren't going well. Therefore, I'm going to stop talking to people. I have to figure this out on my own and then I can come back. And it's like, actually no. If I would just reach out and make a connection and ask for help, I wouldn't have to go to this dark place over here. So I mean, I could go down that rabbit hole forever. But yeah, so for me, it's relationships and connections. Mm, I love that so much. You know, at the end of the day, at the end of our life, what matters most is how much we loved. And that's it. It's like how much we loved, how much we, it's our relationships. Yes, you can do all of these amazing things in the world, but look at the quality of your relationships. You can make millions, but do you talk to your family? You know, you can do all of these things, but do you have a relationship with your children? You know, that's a big indicator for me of like making it. Like that to me is like, that's success, you know? So at the end of the day, how much did you love? How much did you give in your relationships and your connections? I think that's just so important. So I would love to hear if you had a magic wand and you could put one book in the school curriculum of every high school around the world, what book would you choose? Mm. The book that is coming to mind right now, and I'm probably going to get the title wrong, it is it is something about a long way to a small distant planet i think is what it's called um, a long way to a small angry planet yes by becky chambers a long way to a small angry planet um so that is coming up for me right now it also is one of my new favorite books and new favorite authors but her whole series I just love how she sees the world and a lot of sci-fi I find really dark and, and there's a lot of machismo and, and that, and this is like very inclusive and diverse. And it just really makes you think about how we see humans and the world and the earth. And I just love it. So that's, that's my addition. (laughs) I love it. I'd love to hear now, what are you working on or would like to improve within yourself at the moment? Hmm. Oh gosh. I'm like, how vulnerable do I want to get on here? Well, it's 
<laughs> in, in light of deepening relationships and connections, let's go there, babe. Let's go there. So right now I am currently working on my wound around feeling abandoned in romantic relationships. So that is something that I am working on, not not making somebody else responsible for for how I feel in a moment, right? So not making someone else responsible for that wound and and really tending to myself and my self-love, which is probably part of why I loved Open Wide, um, but making sure that I am responsible for loving and, and being affectionate with myself first and foremost. Mm, I love that, babe. And thank you for sharing. That's really beautiful. And we all have stuff. We all have different wounds and all have stuff to move through. And if we can do it with as much ease and grace and joy and fun and play, let's do that. Yes. Agreed. (laughs) Also making things more fun. (laughs) That's a big thing too. (laughs) I love hearing about how people start their mornings, their morning routine and, and kind of take us through a day in your life. I love hearing this, especially as someone who is doing the dance between mom life and being an entrepreneur. I love hearing this. Can you kind of talk us through a quote unquote typical day in your life, all of your routines, your rituals, everything you do, the three donuts, the training, everything? (laughs) I mean, I can confidently say that I don't normally eat donuts. So that part is good. But they were delicious, I will also say. I'll say both things. But it's some typical routines in my life. So I have my daughter part to that half time. So I share custody with her dad. And so when I'm with her, I really am with her. And so part of our routine could be like on Saturday mornings, we go to the dump and then we get pancakes and we do a little high five after we drop the trash off. So I think connecting with her is is for sure important. And just like you said, like when I'm with her, I am with her. Like my phone is not, or my phone's probably playing music, the same song over and over and over again that she loves Mumford and Sons, the cave. So that's happening. Um, but in my like health life and my spiritual life in the morning, I like to journal. Um, sometimes I do yoga nidra. I also just like I'm someone who really values novelty. Like I love new experiences and new flavors and, and just like newness in life. And so I wouldn't say that I do the same thing every single day. I'm more just like, what do I feel like right now? I'm playing with essential oils. I'm going to change the oil every day. So yeah, those are, those are a few of my routines. Yeah. And then what happens for the rest of the day? Like when do you work? Um, how do you oh, structure gotcha. that? Yeah. So I go to training in the morning and then I come back from that and I have meetings on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. And then Tuesdays and Fridays, I keep off for creative time for just like other things that need doing in my life and in my business. But I wouldn't say that I have an exact set schedule, but I try to be shut down complete by about 5 p.m. Eastern time, except for when I have amazing clients in Australia. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I'm so grateful. Thank you so much. You were were up at all hours of the night for, for you. 
to make it work for us, which is uh, so beautiful. I'm so grateful for that. So thank you. Oh, it was perfect. (laughs) Okay. I have three rapid fire questions for you now. Are you ready? I'm ready. I think. (laughs) (laughs) What is one thing that we can do today for our health? Sleep. Yes. What is one thing that we can do today for more wealth in our life? So more abundance in all areas of our life. Mm. I think breathe and, and really feel at the core of you how much value you are giving to the world and how much value you already hold inside you. And what is one thing that we can do for more love in our life? Hmm. Ask a random deep question the next time that you are with somebody. Like, what's your earliest childhood memory? Or apparently, what did you eat for breakfast? You can spark a good conversation as well. (laughs) Yes, I love it. And I love what you said earlier. What is your biggest challenge right now? Or what's bringing you the most joy in your life right now? You know, these questions can allow conversations to go so deep and so far. And I love that. And like I said before, I'm here to swim in the deep end and not in the shallow kiddie pool. So let's ask these questions like, how are you really? Like what's really going on for you right now? How's your Mm. relationship? And if someone doesn't want to go there, they'll just say, yeah, good. And that's okay. They might not want to go there and that's okay. We need to respect that. But that question just might be the question that they needed someone to ask them for them to, you know, have a big release or a big healing. So ask it. And if they, they don't want to answer it, they'll just answer. Yeah, good. Totally. Yeah. I think I'm so here for the deep end all day, every day. (laughs) Just so you know, with me, babe, you can always ask deep questions. Always. I love it. Is there anything else that you want to share about affiliate programs, about business, anything? Is there anything else that you wanted to talk about? Mm. Well, I mean, I know we were going to go a little bit. And so I'd love to turn the tables actually for a moment, if you don't mind. Of course. All right. So yeah, and you did just say I could, I could go deep with you. Yeah. I would love to know, like from your experience, because you had these beautiful relationships and you've built this incredible podcast platform in your business before you were asking for affiliate partnerships. So I don't want to like, I say all that, I don't want to put any preconceived judgments on your experience at all or like project. So I will just ask, what was your experience like of reaching out and asking for affiliate partnerships? There was a few people where my inner mean girl jumped in and would say, they're not going to want to do it. You know, don't, don't bother asking them. They're not going to want to do it. They've got too much going on. So there was a few people where she popped up and she tried to really take over. And then I'd have a conversation with someone in my life, like you or Nick or someone in my team. And they would just say no. And you would say no, still ask. And so I had to kind of look at that. I'd just look at you know, where she popped up and just master her, take myself through my own mastering your mean girl process. And then I would just speak my truth. And every person that I reached out to, I did via voice message. I didn't want to send a thousand word email because like I said before, for me, 
mm, you just can't like see the emotion behind it. You know, you can do all caps. I'm so excited and lots of O's. <laughs> lots of exclamation points. Yeah, I dig and those. Lots of exclamation points and underlined and bold. You can do that stuff. But, you know, for me, reaching out via voice or even some videos, I did some videos and I just shared, this is what I've created. This is what I've been working on. This is what the program is. This is why I'm so excited about it. And this is why I think it's perfect for you to share with your community. And there was lots of people, like I said, that was like, hell yeah, jumping on board straight away. And then there was people that were just like, flat out, no. So my advice is if you can reach out via voice or video and keep it short. I tried to keep them like only a few minutes. I tried to keep them only like You did three. a really good job of that. Yeah, oh my gosh. It was like under two minutes. I think it was around two minutes. Yeah. And I shared it with you. Like I tried to keep it really short and sweet because as well, being a mom, do not send me a 15 minute video. Like I don't, <laughs> let's condense. Let's get it short and sweet. People have so much going on in their life and do not send me a <laughs> hundreds of words on an email. Like, no, I don't want to. Don't do it. Don't do it. But I know some people love that, but I just don't. I just want to keep it short and sweet. So if you are reaching out to people, just be aware when the inner mean girl comes up, be aware of that. And then you can't go wrong with sharing and speaking from your heart. And that's exactly what I did. Like I said, I spoke about what I've created, why I've created it, why I'm so excited about it, why it would be perfect for them and their audience. And you can't go wrong with that. Like you're just speaking your truth. And so for me, my there was a lot of excitement when I was reaching out to them. There was a lot of excitement because I was just so excited to get Holy Mama out there. I was so excited. Yeah. And there was a couple of people where my inner mean girl popped up and I had to kind of have a little conversation with myself and master her and then come back to my truth and to my center and then record the video from there. Mm, I have so many questions for you. And I know that I'm like, go, go, let's <laughs> let do me it. interview you for a while. Was there anything like super unexpected that you, cause I know you have, you've been an affiliate before you've been in the business world, but like running your own affiliate program, was there anything that you were like, Oh, whoa, I was not prepared for that. I think because I had been an affiliate before for other programs, I kind of knew what to expect. I kind of knew how it ran. I knew the emails. I knew that you get copy, you get graphics. Like I kind of knew what to expect. So yeah, I'm just kind of thinking if there's anything that was really... In a good or bad way too. Could be like positive or negative. Hmm. I guess, you know, we had the leaderboard and who is in the top 10, like, you know, our top affiliate, our number one affiliate doesn't have kids, isn't pregnant (laughs) and absolutely just sailed and flew to the top of the leaderboard. And do you want me to tell you why and what her secret was? Yeah, I do. Her secret was she loved the content herself. She was so passionate about it. She lives and breathes this stuff and she spoke from her heart. And I'm not saying like 
everyone else didn't do that. Everyone else did do that. But she was just so passionate about this and really, really felt it and meant it with every fiber of her being. And I think when you've got that fire in your belly, like people just feel it. They just feel it. It's it's contagious. They want to jump on board. Yes, for sure. I love that. I find every time we, you know, we'll try to like make it all strategic and like, oh, this person has the exact right audience. And like it just makes logical sense for their business. But at the end of the day, the person who's going to do the best is the person with the most energy and feeling and heart and just chutzpah about it. I don't even think I used that word correctly, but that's what's going to work. <laughs> You're right. You're totally right. Like, yeah, you can get strategic about it. Okay, cool. So this this person has the perfect audience. This person is so aligned and it can shock you and go, well, this person who's never spoken about these topics before ever <laughs> to her audience just sails to the top of the leaderboard effortlessly because she's speaking from her heart and yeah it's it was so cool to watch that that really was like wow and she's a friend of mine and so I was just so excited for her yeah oh that's so fun and then yeah to be able to get to to send her this thank you and I also just wanted to call out what you said too around like you knew what to expect in running your affiliate program because you had been an affiliate And so that's also my advice. I'm going to add that on to my earlier advice about if you are considering creating an affiliate program of any sort, go find a product you love, see if they have an affiliate program, become an affiliate and go all in on promoting because you're going to learn a lot and you're also probably going to make money. (laughs) Yeah, that's such a great piece of advice. And there's probably programs online that you've already done that have an affiliate program. So there's so many programs. There's so many products and programs that I do and buy and purchase and love and you know that I've already done that have affiliate program. And obviously you can't do every single thing. You would just be forever promoting. But I mean if you want to do that, you can totally do that. But I think it's a great way to dip your toe in. And actually there were so many women that promoted Holy Mama that just said, you have inspired me so much with how you have done the Holy Mama affiliate launch that I'm now going to do that for my program. So they got to experience what it was like to be an affiliate and now they're going to do that and offer that for their program. So I love that piece of advice. Go and do one so you know. And that's exactly how I learned. I went and did one. I was part of one of the biggest ones in the online world and I did really well. And I learned so much and I did it for years. I'm, I'm talking. I did it for about six years in a row and I learned so much. There's nothing like being in something to learn the most. And that's exactly what I did. And every time you launch, every time you are an affiliate, you will learn even more. And I loved what you and I did, Laura, after the launch is we sat down and we had a debrief. What worked really well? And what will we do differently next time? And we had a big list of things that we will do differently. And we have a list of things that went really well and that we'll do again in the next launch. And I think that's really important in business. What worked really well, what 
could we do differently? I think it's very important that we do that after any launch or anything that we do. Oh, yeah. Every time. I feel like as entrepreneurs, it's so easy. Like I never want to do a debrief of my own stuff. I'm like, on to the next thing, on to the next thing, right? Like let's let's keep it going. But every time I make the time and do it, it's like, wow, we got so much valuable information out of this. And we can make improvements and we know what we can reuse. So we don't need to recreate the wheel. Like, oh yeah, I love that you brought the debrief up. It's really important. Yeah. Because to be honest, if you hadn't have suggested that, I probably wouldn't have done it, you know, (laughs) but you're like, all right, we're doing a debrief. Get on a call with me. Like I, I already (laughs) had things in my mind where I was like, okay, next, next time I won't do that or I won't do it like that. And I had made some kind of mental note. But the fact that you sat me down and were like, let's write this down so that next time it's there, it's in, and also you can forget, like you oh, can, yes. you totally forget. You're like, oh yeah. Okay. No, I, I, I didn't know that that was like that, or I forgot about it being like that. So it's really important that we do take this time. Cause I'm like you too. I'm like on to the next thing. Let's do the next thing. Let's launch the next program or the book or the podcast or whatever it is. Yes. <laughs> Do you have any more questions for me about this? Oh, I guess I'd love to. I have one more, I think. I'd love to know like what made you what made you want to explore an affiliate program for Holy Mama? I love this question. I knew how important and powerful this program is. And I would be doing a disservice to the world if I didn't get this out into as many hands as I possibly could. It is every woman's birthright to know the information inside Holy Mama. And I couldn't, you know, just share it with my audience. So it was about how can I share this with as many people as I possibly can? because it's so important and everyone needs to know it. Every single human being needs to know this information about conscious conception, pregnancies, empowered births, postpartums that are blissful and retreat-like, and conscious parenting. Like Every single person on this planet deserves to know this information. And so for me, it was just like, there was never even a question. It was like, yes, we're doing an affiliate program straight away. Of course we are. Yes, we are. My whole team. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Because we had to get this out to as many people as we possibly can. And I can only reach a certain amount of people with my audience and with my platform. And yes, I have a big audience and a big platform, but you know, there's a lot of people in the world. There's a lot of people (laughs) in the world. And so you know, it was just an absolute no-brainer for me. Mm, I love that. If you feel that passion about your topic and you don't have your program yet, you can definitely do an affiliate program. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And get support. You know, you don't have to right. do it on your own. You don't have to yeah. do it on your own. There's lots of pieces and and parts involved and you don't have to do it on your own and it can be fun. It was definitely fun. There's work involved. Absolutely. There's work, (laughs) 
But, you know, I said as well at the start of the program, when I, when I started creating it, I was like, if I can't do this with joy, I'm not going to do it. I'm just not. And as soon as it became not fun, I would shift and I would pivot and I would pivot very fast. I'm like, okay, cool. I feel stretched. It feels overwhelming. I'm not having fun right now. What needs to shift? Do we need to hire someone else? Yep, let's bring someone else on. And during the launch, we had to bring on two new people. We had to bring on two new customer support people to help us because we didn't, like, we underestimated how much we needed. And so we just brought them on and that was amazing to have two extra hands, two extra sets of hands to help us during the launch with customer support. So then we brought that on and I was like, able to exhale again. So yeah, you just got to go with it and have as much fun as you can and come back to the why. Like, why are you doing this? It's to help women or whatever your why is. Why are you doing this? And why is it so important that people get your program or you get your product? Why? Because when you stay connected to your why, all of the stress, the overwhelm, all of that just doesn't have the same weight when you have this big vision and this big why overarching everything that you do. Hmm. That's beautiful. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that with me as well. Thank you for that nugget. Thank you, beautiful lady, so much for all of your wisdom today. Thank you for supporting me on my Holy Mama launch, my first one. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for being part of the team. Thank you for all the incredible work that you do in the world. You're incredible. You're helping so many people. And one of the other big things that I love about you, Laura, is that you do really care. You really care. You can feel it. You really want to help people. You really want to help them get their message out into the world. Like you can feel it. You're not just in this for money. Like you can feel like you really want to help people and help spread their message. And I just love and adore that about you so much. So thank you for helping and serving and inspiring so many people. And one last question, how can we serve and help you today? Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for all of that. I'm over here blushing and receiving all of the the love and goodness. And yeah, thank you. Um, Is this where I get to share, you know, they want to take the next step? Yes. Go for it. Share everything. Share everything. All right. Well, if you would like to dive in on affiliates and partnerships, I would love to share my free Create Your Affiliate Program Starter Kit. Um, so we're going to have the link for that, I'm assuming, in the show notes for people. Yes. Um, so they can grab that. Um, and then I'd love to connect with you on Instagram as well. So I'm at I'm Laura Sprinkle. Yes. Beautiful. And like we said, we'll link to everything in the show notes for you all of Laura's amazingness, everything. And, you know, if this is something that you have been thinking about or want to explore more, I highly recommend getting on board, having a conversation with her about it. You know, even, yeah, just having a conversation saying, this is what I'm thinking. And it might not be for right now. You know, maybe you need to build the program first and then come back. Or maybe you've already got the program sitting there and it just needs a little bit of embellishment or whatever, Laura is your girl. So reach out to her. And thank you again so much for being here. I'm so grateful to have you in my life. Thank you. Same, same. 
I am so excited for the next round of Holy Mama, and I'm so excited for you and the potential of adding the affiliate umbrella to your business model. I really hope that you got a lot out of this conversation and want to encourage you to explore affiliate partnerships for your business. And if you did get a lot from this conversation, please subscribe to the show and leave me a review on Apple Podcasts because that means that we can inspire and educate even more people together. And it also means that all of my episodes will just pop up in your feed so that you don't have to go searching for a new episode. And now please come and tell me on Instagram at Melissa Ambrosini what you got from this conversation. I absolutely love hearing from you. Now, before I go, I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here, for wanting to be the best, the healthiest, and the happiest version of yourself, and for showing up today for you and your business. You have so much magic to share within you, and the world needs you and your business and your gifts. So thank you for showing up and for wanting to spread your magic far and wide. Now, if there is someone in your life that you can think of that would really benefit from this episode, please share it with them right now. You can take a screenshot, share it on your social media, email it to them, text it to them, do whatever you've got to do to get this in their ears. And until next time, don't forget that love is sexy, healthy is liberating, and wealthy isn't a dirty word. 